Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Today we talk, but I have no choice. There are no options. I'm stuck. First, if your brain offers this, know that it's not a problem. All brains get stuck lots and lots of times. The solution that you're going to get today is how to get unstuck fast. We're going to work through two client examples and you're going to end with four steps to get out of being stuck fast. We want to first start by understanding that when we believe we don't have a choice, we have no options, there's no solution, we're stuck, it's always going to cause a big reaction. It makes so much sense. It's going to feel terrible, like we're trapped because humans do not like to feel stuck, especially if you're a woman physician and you've spent your lifetime learning a skill, being a boss, giving orders, like literally part of your job is giving orders making diagnosis, healing people, fixing people, right? If you're used to making decisions and always having things done, your brain is not going to like getting stuck. No human does. The problem is if you don't know today's four-step process of how to get unstuck, it will be very easy to spin your wheels and waste so much time and energy trying to resist the world, trying to resist your boss, your job, your partner, your kids, yourself very easy to drop into blaming yourself. I'm not good enough. I'm behind. Something's wrong with this boss or this marriage. And when you spend a lot of time in that space, guess what happens? You're even more stuck. There is a way out. It's really simple. It's four simple steps and you're getting it today. Quickly get out of being stuck. Are you ready? Let's get started. When your brain offers you, you have no choice. Here's step one. It's so simple, but it really does unlock everything. Step one is find where you do have choice because you always do. Your brain won't want to see it though. And coaching is where we direct our brain towards the truth. We don't let the brain direct us to the drama. We direct the brain. We're in charge of our brain. Our brain's not in charge of us. And it's okay that your brain doesn't want to go there. There's actually a very good reason why your brain would rather look at you have no choice than it would rather look at you have choice because your human brain was designed to seek out danger. It's designed to find where could you struggle? Could you possibly get hurt or get in some kind of distress and solve for that? That's what your brain is supposed to do. So of course, it's going to want to show you how you have no choice because it just doesn't understand stand like how that gets you stuck, it's going to want to try to problem solve on how you have no choice instead of going to the place of possibility. But what if I have lots of choices? What if I have infinite choices? And through coaching, you just get to direct your brain back to possibility. When it wants to stick and stuck, you just keep directing your brain back to possibility. So here are the three questions you can ask yourself that will help you go back to possibility. Where do I have choice? Where are all my options? Where am I not stuck? That piece of the exercise will start breaking down all of the stuckness. Your brain will find the evidence for you. You'll start feeling more free. We always want to start right exactly here where we do have choices, options, where we're not stuck because this place feels better. 
You will have control here. You have influence here. You have say here. Whenever you get yourself to a place of control, you're going to feel so much better and you're going to be able to generate infinite choices from this place. You cannot generate infinite choices if you're feeling stuck. So let's look at two examples and I'm going to build on this. Each example is loaded with additional lessons. By the end, you're going to have a four-step process to getting unstuck. Here is my one of my most favorite examples, just because there are so many people involved. You ready? All right. So this is sort of taking you behind the scenes because we're going to look at real life events where things happen, where clients came up, I have no choice, and we work through it. And I'm going to give you a few more steps. This is my favorite group, one of my favorite examples. I give grand rounds to cardiothoracic surgeons and cardiologists. And when we talked about choice, they were like, listen, you don't get it. It's because you're a pathologist. It's because you're retired. You just don't get it. We have to be in the hospital hundred hours a week. If we don't patients die, this is it. We have no choice. We are stuck. And I said, okay. <laughs> okay. So for those of you listening who feel like you relate, let me just, let me take this coaching for your own. I said, what would happen if you had food poisoning and you could not get out of bed? Because listen, we've all been there. And she said, okay, well, that did happen once. And I was at a conference. I came back. I had something nasty on the plane. I had food poisoning for three days. And my clinics got canceled, rescheduled. They brought people in. They shuffled the schedule. I made up for it later in the month. And just moved the surgeries, rebooked the patients. And then I pointed out to her, I said, well, you've just proven my point. You do have a choice. When you called in and said, I can't get out of bed, I have food poisoning. They didn't, someone didn't come to your house and evict you from planet earth. You actually survived. All your patients survived. Everything got moved around. You actually do have a choice. Now it doesn't mean there aren't consequences. So if you are sick, you know, air quotes every Friday, all summer long and in the and then posting pictures of you in the mountains, right? I'm in Colorado. So, you know, people will find out about that. There will be consequences. And eventually, if you continue to do that and you're very obvious that you're not really sick, you're really in the mountains, you will be fired. We'll eventually lose your house because you'll lose that income. You'll have to move in with your mother in her basement and nobody wants that, not even mama. So your brain just has a shortcut and it's like, we're going to work because that other option, that ain't an option. We are not moving back in with mom ever, ever, ever. I love her, but I do not want to live with her ever again. That time is over. So your brain's like, we don't have a choice. We're going straight to work. Your brain just forgets. You have so many choices. And so when you forget you have a choice and you're working a hundred hour work week, it's really hard to feel very stuck. It's really easy to start feeling powerless and that the job controls you. You don't control the job. The schedule controls you. You don't control the schedule. And all of a sudden that 100 hour work week feels like 200 hours. So how we interrupt this with coaching is to start with reminding your brain where your choices are. It won't have remembered them. You actually don't have to go to work. If you don't go to work, you will not be exiled. Everyone will be okay. The schedule will be reshuffled. People might complain. If you do it for months on end, you will be fired. But you do have a choice. You always do. That's step one. Show your brain where you have choices. Step two is to understand and honor your reasons. 
So I asked her, this, car- this cardiologist, why exactly are you choosing this 100-hour work week? Because you for sure are. Tell us why. Let's just go to the place. And to do this step, you have to assume your brain has a brilliant answer. You want to honor and cherish yourself. You never want to approach yourself with sarcasm or judgment or criticism. So why are you choosing it? She's like, you know, I'm highly skilled. There are very few people in the whole world who have my skill set. I am exceptionally good. I love this. I love saving lives. It feels so amazing. Someone would come in with a heart attack and I get to tell the family he is going to survive. I get to save lives every day. I really love my colleagues. Even at 3 a.m., we find ways to chuckle. We have a lot of fun. We order in food. We share stories. What I do matters. And I added, I'm guessing you love that you're a millionaire. Like your job makes, let's not forget that piece. You went to school. You incurred a lot of debt. You make a ton of money that supports a beautiful house and a beautiful lifestyle and vacations and your kids going to college. Like let's not discount you have insurance and retirement and benefits. So what if you could be at work on a hundred hour work week telling yourself, I love my reasons for being here. Here are my reasons. I love them. I am choosing this job. I don't have to be here. I decide to be here. No one makes me come. I choose to be here. This is my call. How would your whole life be different? Think about that for you too. She said, you know, I would love my job way more than I hate it. (laughs) And she said, and I would feel really good at work sometimes. Like right now, I, I've lost the life. I spent years forgetting my reasons. But in this moment, I feel so empowered and proud of myself. Imagine doing that 100-hour work week, empowered, proud, enjoying yourself some of the more of the time. Now, listen, it doesn't mean we end here. The coaching is never to say 100-hour work weeks are a dream week and we're never going to change it. Of course not. But we always want to start from a place of choice, of agency, of control, because that's what our brain wants. You can have that right now in this moment. You can feel better right now. And once you feel better, you start creating changes that make the job better. You cannot bypass making yourself feel better. You want to always start there. So let me summarize where we are so far. Your brain offers you, I have no choice. Your job is to ask yourself these powerful questions. Where do I have choice? Show me all my options. Where am I not stuck? And as you work through your four-step process, we're on step one, find where you do have a choice. Step two, remind and honor yourself of your reasons. I have two more steps coming. Let's look at example two. Um, More recent grand rounds, someone was like, all right, Dr. Arnold, I love what you're going with this, but I hate cleaning the bathroom. Tell me how I can love that. (laughs) And she said, my husband, it's so gross. Bathrooms are nasty. My husband's always whining about the bathroom. My kids have their, you know, they bring, have a lot of items. She's like, I've been doing it for 20 years. I have no choice. No one else would do it. I just hate this. What can, how can you help me here? So we want to always start with our framework, right? Ask ourselves, where do we have choice? What are all the options? How am I not stuck? So that's step one, find out where we do have choice. So we just kind of pushed her brain. Her brain was very stuck. I'm the only one who'll do it. Like, no, no, actually that is for sure a lie. That thought has you stuck. Let's find where we have choice. And she's like, well, I could ask the husband who's so very picky. I could ask him to clean it or help me with responsibilities. I have two teenagers. 
they could clean it and I could pay them. This could be a very good solution. My neighbors all have cleaners. I could hire them. You could, and this is where I pushed her brain. Her brain didn't want to go there. I said, you could just never clean this bathroom again. It could get so nasty, right? That the family decides we are hiring a cleaner. We're going to get in there and clean it. Like you never, when your brain says you're the only one who can clean it, that is such a lie. You get to offer your brain. Actually, no, I never have to clean it. Step two is remind and honor yourself of your reasons. So this client had decided that she she forgot she was deciding and the coaching work was saying, no, 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 she was deciding every week to clean this bathroom. So we wanted to ask her why. Let's, let's from a place of honoring yourself, not judging yourself. She's like, you know, I let him clean the bathroom in the beginning of our marriage and he just did it all wrong. According to, you know, she was like, according to me, this was just done all wrong. He folds the towels wrong, uses the wrong cleaners. And so she decided early in the marriage, she didn't, did not like how he cleaned it. So she decided to clean the bathroom herself and kind of pushed her brain. Like, why else are you doing this? She's like, gosh, I love when I walk into my bathroom, I smell that fresh lemon smell from the disinfectant and all my towels are fluffy. And they're all laid out. They're all folded a certain way. And I love it when he's not complaining about finding items because all the items are there. And I don't really like the idea of hiring people. I don't like, I don't want to spend money in that way. I don't want strangers in my house. I have little dogs that bark and I don't, I just don't want to have to do through all the mess of hiring people. So the work we did here was to remind and honor her of her reasons. Reframe this as this is her doing this thing for her on her terms, essentially is what's happening. So much easy, easier to do these activities of cleaning the bathroom or going to work or whatever, if you're reframing as this is what you're doing in service of you. What most people do is they try to make it, well, this is actually in service of my boss made me do it. My husband won't do this. When we put ourselves as other people are making us do something, that's how we get stuck. So how you get unstuck is reminding yourself it is your choice and here are the reasons that you love. Also in this example, <clears throat> the bathroom, I think it's really important to start with the end in mind. You are not cleaning this because it's nasty. Your brain will want to focus on the nasty. Take your brain over to the beautiful bathroom. It's sparkling. It's your reflection in the mirror without all that spray of the toothpaste, right? It, you know where everything is. Your towels are fluffy and folded just the way you like it. There are no strangers in your house. You're saving the money you want to save, using money in the way you want to. Step three, I want to build on this. Here's another, a new step is know that you can change your mind at any time. So the first 20 of your years of her marriage, she hated cleaning the bathroom. She can keep hating it and she can be open to other options. And so with coaching, we kind of worked on exploring. Maybe you want to work through your money beliefs and we can do that by considering hiring someone if you want to, or asking hubby to do it if you want to, or you skipping it every week, every other week, if you want to. But you have to know there's going to be work to do either way. What the brain likes to say is there's some scenario where you get to hate cleaning the bathroom and someone else does it, maybe your husband, exactly how you want to. And there are no complaints and you get to find everything and you don't have to spend money and there's strangers not in your house. Your brain is setting you up when it tells you there's this option where all the things you want happen all at the same time. That's a lie. That's not how it works, right? I love you so much but that's not how it works. You're going to have work to do either way. So if you decide you want to be the one cleaning it, the work is going to be dealing with like how much you hate the bathroom. 
If you decide you're going to let husband help out with the chore, totally fine. But now your work is going to how you're going to manage your mind when he doesn't do it perfectly, right? You could decide you're going to hire someone. You're never cleaning up to a toilet again. Fine. Beautiful. Your work is going to be on my, your money beliefs, spending money in this way, having strangers in your house. So there's going to be work on either end of any decision. You just get to choose where your work is. Coaching for sure will help that. You can, I for sure had clients come in who's like, please help me spend money on a housekeeper. I'm really struggling. Coaching can take you from, I can't spend money on myself to, I have no problem spending money on myself. I think it's so easy or so much simpler on the podcast if you're not in a coaching program to be the the place of, I'm just going to find the simplest way to help myself. I'm going to show my brain all my options. I'm going to love my reasons. I'm going to let myself change my mind at any time. Step four. Here's your last step. Ready? This is four. I'm going to always have this toolkit. Here it is. Do it anyway, even if you hate it. I think it's so important to have this in your toolkit because our brains often say, well, we hate it. So it's a problem. So we have to fix it. So we're, we're doing something wrong. And it just leads this whole goose chase. You could short circuit all of it with, all right, I hate cleaning the bathroom. I hate these hundred hour work weeks. I hate the schedule. I'm not really a fan of my boss. I'm going to do it anyway. And let yourself kind of know that hate is this feeling that's not our favorite. And it's also super temporary. You can coach yourself to not hating it. You can coach yourself to love it. But I think the simplest step, if you're listening to this podcast, is to also allowing yourself to hate it and do it anyway. It might not be your favorite thing or feeling. You can be so curious about what's going on so that you can figure out what are the key issues that you can problem solve and you can work around and you can help yourself. You could also just let yourself hate it. That's 15 minutes a week to clean a bathroom or however, I don't know how long you, how long you spend to clean your bathroom, but I'm also going to just let myself hate this for 15 minutes. And as you allow yourself to hate it, if you don't judge yourself, it'll feel so much lighter. And if then you get curious about how you can make it easier, how you could get yourself, how you could code yourself to something different, you can make it a whole, you could change your whole relationship with this activity, cleaning the bathroom or exercising or eating your vegetables or whatever it is. But it starts with being okay with hating it. Actually, episode 12, if you want to go back to it's okay to hate your boss sometimes, is a really powerful lesson. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it or listen to it again on how hate actually can reveal so much for us. It kind of unpacks all the stigma around hate that it can't make you do anything terrible. It reveals what's important to you. And if you can really drop your judgment to it, it will be how you can create so much more love in your life. Hate does not make you bad. It makes you human. I don't know many humans who love cleaning bathrooms. You might be totally normal. If you hate it, I actually watched a show where the the person loved cleaning bathrooms. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish that I could have that. And I totally could, but I'm not going to spend my time coaching on that. I don't, I'm, I'm okay hating bathrooms. I never want to love it. I'm, I'm actually okay with it. Resisting hate just creates more of it. So the shortcut will be allow it, have their end in mind, be curious how to make it better. No, it's just a very finite period of time. You're creating the hate with your thoughts about it. You can change it at any moment. You fully control that relationship. In summary, 
when your brain offers to you that you are stuck, you have no choice, there are no options, here's how you're going to want to frame it. Step one is find out where you do have choice. And this is what the questions you want to ask yourself are. Where, where are my choices here? Where are my options? Where am I not stuck? Start from that place. It will feel so incredible. Step two, remind yourself and honor your reasons. Assume you have brilliant reasons. Go find them and remind yourself of them. Step three, know you can change your mind at any time. Totally fine. Not a problem. The more freedom you give yourself, like we're going to do this right now because this works. And if the moment it stops working, we're doing something else. Step four, you also can do it while you're hating it. You don't ever have to love it. You could be like, you know, every time I hate this bathroom, Every time I clean this bathroom, I'm going to hate it. And at the end, when it's clean, I'm going to love it. We're just going to allow this little bit of hate. It's actually okay. Whether it's cleaning the bathroom, whether it's getting up to exercise, whether it's writing the paper, I'm going to do it while hating it is the simplest next step. Now, coaching can take you to a place of loving it, but let's just leave when we want to leave this four-step process of getting unstuck fast. The idea is you always have choices and options. We want to show our brain that. And when you do, here's the profound truth. Are you ready? You can never be stuck again. That's the truth of it. This is the work we do every day inside my lifetime group coaching program. I help you see where you have choices where before you felt stuck at your job. You know how to create infinite options where before you felt trapped by your work schedule. You learn how to feel in control before you thought your work schedule controlled you. Be done with stuck forever. Enroll now at Christina Arnold Coaching, all one word.com. At this website, you can also sign up for a free consult so we can chat about your specific situation. I can outline what's possible, how my program can help you, the results you can expect, customize plan, and answer all your questions from a neutral space with no pressure. So you have everything you need to make your next best decision. Remember, right where you're supposed to be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate. And so is everyone else. Have a beautiful week, everyone. See you next time.